Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Good evening, folks. It's time for your Monday evening pre-election day. It's news to us podcast uh, where we normally take a look at the uh, day's top stories and we will do so. But we figured first we'd talk a little bit about our plans for handling election night tomorrow night. Um, Obviously, it's a big day in the news world. Uh, We'll have full staff in. Uh, Jeff, you're going to be handling uh, day side tomorrow. Um, what what are your plans? What are you uh, planning to do just in terms of just, uh, you know, making sure that we've got stuff covered? Any any thoughts in terms of, uh, you know, maybe? Um, members I know that there's going to be some various briefings from the Department of Elections that uh, hopefully, uh, you know, uh, I think that uh, I don't know if I got that. Well, I mean, a lot of this stuff is, <laughs> yeah. but I think I'll, I, I'd, I need to get with you for more information on that before actually yeah. doing it. But I know that uh, there is uh, uh, every two or three hours, the Department of Elections having uh, uh, updates on uh, what's going on. And of course, with the, the registrations that were the issue this year leading up to the elections, that's going to be something to follow up on. They said they were going to have those all processed in time. So everyone's going to get a chance to vote. I assume that's the case. I think everyone else assumes that's the case, but we want to make sure that is 100% the case. Yeah. Uh, in addition, I think, you know, reaching out to uh, registrars, I mean, uh, yeah, registrars, uh, Henrico, Chesterfield, Richmond, yeah. uh, Hanover as well um, to see how, uh, uh Elections are going. Um, I know that some of the uh, Chesterfield, I think, is uh, the registrar there is kind of new on the job. And I think they've actually said in the past that uh, perhaps uh, she would uh, doesn't mean I wouldn't uh, reach out to her, but she may not be available for any interview since she may be busy since this is her first election as registrar. Yeah, I, yeah, because actually, I believe the registrar in Chesterfield left after last year's election. Yeah, Constance Hargrove, and she left. So it's a new one this year. And I know Richmond, I think, has a new one. This yes. may not be new as Chesterfield's, but uh, a new one in Richmond as well. Yeah, exactly. Actually, I believe uh, I believe they replaced theirs. Not that we're getting back into the history, which we haven't necessarily researched right in front of right. us. Yeah, but so, I mean, as far then, as planning goes, we're, we'll cover anything that comes up. Yeah. But as far as planning goes, I mean, this is what we do every election. We yeah. check in with registrars, keep an eye out for things that are amiss. Uh, you know, as far as maybe voting machines that are broken down, not saying that's going to happen, but these are potential issues that could happen. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, you were mentioning registers. Mark Coakley, of course, has been there forever. I think, you know, yes. I, mm-hmm. he, he may predate us. Um, but he's been there. <laughs> he might. He, it's he, hard he, to do that. <laughs> he's, he's, been, he's been, yeah, exactly. He's been there <laughs> a long time. Um, but you're going to handle day side and obviously anything that pops up, any election issues, people complaining about poll books. Uh, right. And, and of course, anything else that happens non-election, we'll cover as well. 
exactly. Then, uh, David, you're going to be on, on night side with me. Uh, your yeah. job is basically just going to be monitoring speeches and, and seeing how, how results, uh, results come in. So, uh, this is, is this, this is your, your first real election night, isn't that for, uh, for, for covering stuff? Are really, yes. are really just watching, actually, I guess, so to speak. <laughs> I've, uh, yeah, I mean, I've, I've definitely followed elections in the past, obviously, and like stayed up late to watch to find out the results, but I've never uh, had any responsibility to share that results before. So this will be new territory. Yeah, my first, this, this will show you how long I've been in. My first election coverage was 98, I think. I was trying to do the math. The, the, I think it was '98 in Delaware, so it's been a it's been a long, long time. So prior to prior to David being born, <laughs> yes. Oh, mine goes back even further than that. <laughs> it's like '92, wow. maybe. Uh, right. So I was like, of course, I graduated college in 1990. I didn't really do news primarily as a um, primary thing until probably '92. So. It was a presidential election that year. That was the election that uh, uh, Bill Clinton won. And we had some races where I was living in Illinois at the time that were pretty, uh, pretty much a big deal. Here's, here's, here's where I get to play the young guy. I wasn't even eligible to vote in the 92 election. <laughs> so, neither was there you go. <laughs> neither, was, neither was David. Neither was David. David was not even a gleam in his parents' eye, maybe. The, the better question is whether or not David's parents were eligible to vote in the 92 election. <laughs> By about two years. Yes. <laughs> so, but uh, anyways, um, just, just some final things on how we're going to cover this. Obviously, we'll, we'll be doing newscasts throughout the evening, which is abnormal for us. We'll be doing them through 11 o'clock tomorrow night. Um, one thing that I want to make clear to our listeners Um, we will not say someone has won a race uh, unless the AP or ABC have said that they have won the race. Um, And those are our contracted partners. They have folks looking at that um, deeply. When they declare a winner, we will say that they've declared a winner. We are three people here. Um, We are not calculating exit polls. And other stuff, we're not going to declare. Difficult to do that with all the early voting now, anyway. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> um, and and we're not relying on people who we're not partnering with. You know, I, I don't care if if NBC or CBS or Fox says that they, you know, a certain person has won a congressional race or not, or that you know, control of the Senate or, or the House of Representatives is flipped. We're not going to say that until our partners, the folks that we have contracts with, uh, you know, say it. So that's just, just to let people know. So you may be wondering why we're not declaring stuff. It's that's why. So just to, just to give our listeners a a clear indication of, of what's going on. So, well, Jeff, I know you need to uh, go and actually get ready to do another newscast. So we'll we'll let you go. and, And David and I will discuss the, the rest of the day's news. So, uh, we'll just let you, uh, go ahead and, uh, Sounds good. Conversation. All right. And uh, Dave, we'll move on. One of the things that we did cover, we'll stick with the voting for just a a quick second. Mm -hmm. Um, We took a look at the early voting. I I don't know. Did you uh, did you early vote this year? Are you planning to to vote tomorrow? I'm doing it tomorrow morning. Okay. yeah, I I did early vote uh, just because I had some stuff that I needed to get done in the morning. You know, election mm-hmm. election day morning is when I get my errands done because I know I'm going to be working late. <laughs> late yeah. night. Um, but uh, 
we got some numbers from the elections department, 684,000 Virginians uh, early voted, um, which isn't a huge number. I mean, in Georgia, they had 2.5 million, but we're only electing Congress. They're electing Senate and uh, governor and uh, their their own state legislature. Um, and if you add in all the other absentee votes, it's it's just a shade under 950,000 Virginians who have already voted. So not a huge number. Uh, I'm not expecting a big turnout election, but, uh, you know, it'll be it'll, it'll be interesting to see. It's be also interesting to see if there's a lot more votes in the in the areas where, you know, they've got major races uh, that being in Prince William with with Abigail Spanberger's um, congressional district and down in Hampton Roads in, in Elaine Luria's. Um, mm-hmm. Plus, there's another competitive race up in the 10th um, to keep an eye on as well. Um, moving on from that, here's a story that we continue to do and we've done for, I want to say, almost two weeks now. Um, Powerball. Yes. Yeah. Where, where, do we, where do we stand with this? How? I mean, what what is the number now? I mean, the, the amazing thing is now we're talking about cash options being in obscenely large numbers. What Where, where do we stand with the Powerball right now? Uh, the, so the Powerball has now set a world record for the, the jackpot for any lottery, apparently, um, because it is at 1.9, an estimated $1.9 billion jackpot uh, after, once again, there were no winners on Saturday. Um, and you mentioned the cash payout. I believe it's 928 million, roughly cash payout, approaching a billion. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yes, a very much unprecedented uh, area in terms of the size of the jackpot. The last time it was, uh, the, the former record was 2016 when it was 1.58 billion. And uh, apparently three people won that uh, that year. So, you know, somebody's bound to win it eventually. Uh, and it's just a matter of how much it keeps growing before then and how many people do. I'm going to make the uh, same joke that I made with Jeff on, on Friday. If I win the Powerball uh, jackpot tonight, you're handling electric, uh, election coverage tomorrow night, just just so you are aware. Um, Understood. <laughs> That's as much a warning to the listeners. as. <laughs> um, but um it it is yeah it, it it's amazing really the, i mean it obviously if no one wins again the record's going to go go even even larger mm-hmm. they give any indication of how many tickets are selling per minute per second anything along that line with the lottery they did so they said just today alone monday alone they were expecting to sell uh 13.4 million dollars in tickets um and he said that uh you know at sort of the peak hours, they're looking at 13,000 tickets a minute uh, because uh, I believe tickets are $2 each. Um, and, you know, people are, especially as the jackpot gets bigger, some people are buying them for the first time. Some people are buying more and more, hoping to make their odds better. Um, and, yeah, they're, they're selling uh, an almost mind-boggling number of tickets just yeah. – uh, even just here, those numbers, uh, like the 13,000 a minute, that's just in Virginia. Um, so yes. And it's raised, uh, since the last jackpot was won, you know, it has raised, uh, 42 million for Virginia K through 12 education. So 
And you know what the funny thing is? We're probably going to forget about this. I mean, provided neither one of us wins. Um, yes. You know, forget about this. And then when it's going to come around to when uh, the the uh, um, lottery gives the money to education next summer uh, at the end of the fiscal year, we'll go, oh, oh yeah, I remember that that run now. Yes. So. But it yeah. is. I, I drive past the billboard on 195 all the time, and I just see that number climbing and climbing. Yeah. So, but yeah, so it's a, you know, again, we'll have to keep our eyes on, on the parable. I think, I think more interesting is what happens if somebody in Virginia wins it, you know, and of course, then that breaks tomorrow, right in the middle of election day. Yes. So, so it'll be interesting to see how we, how we, how we handle that. Um, yes. Jeff, might, Jeff might be a busy guy tomorrow. <laughs> so, um, moving off from that. Keep in mind, it's November, it's election day, and now we're still talking about tropical storms. Um, yes. Apparently, this is an issue for us at the end of the week. Yes. So it's still a subtropical storm right now, which I, I asked Andrew Frieden over at NBC12, what, what differentiates a subtropical storm? And it's basically a storm that really resembles a tropical storm, but uh, is missing some of the key characteristics in this case it doesn't have sort of the uh the temperatures are a little different out there because it is so late into the season and it doesn't have the same sort of like circuitous motion at least that's how i understand it but uh yes subtropical storm uh nicole is out in open water in the atlantic uh and it's been you know it has been moving you know somewhat closer to uh north america um they're saying it looks like there's a decent chance it's going to hit uh, the Bahamas and then potentially move towards Florida and, you know, hopefully not turn in, intensify into a hurricane. However, it's not by any means out of the question. Yeah. So and then it's supposed to bring us a decent amount of rain um, Friday and Saturday, correct? Yes, which can might cause, you know, would be not a bad thing overall, but would caused some issues uh for all the folks running the richmond marathon or the half on saturday morning yeah. um there's going to be a lot of people out out outdoors this weekend yeah. so well well and i can tell you i can tell you uh high school football has almost uh completely moved all the playoff games from uh from uh friday to thursday in hopes of missing the rain already so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah so they're, they're already planning as if well heavy rain is coming for for friday so, That's what it sounded uh, like. Yeah. So um, last story we covered, um, there was a shooting incident uh, in a parking lot of a Midlothian Walmart that occurred Sunday evening. Um, and, you know, police got on it pretty quickly. And then we didn't get a whole lot of more details till, till later today. Turns out um, what police are saying happened was that this was basically a drug deal that was occurring in the parking lot wasn't tied to the Walmart at all. It was just the location where this drug deal took place. And in the process of that, one guy shot another guy. Um, the victim is expected to survive, had life-threatening injuries, but is expected to survive. Um, and they've charged this guy who came down from D.C. Um, with intent to distribute um, malicious wounding and use of a firearm. So it's good to know that someone wasn't randomly targeted in a shopping center that tends to be rather busy. Um, but uh, again, you know, this turned out to be a drug deal and police believe that they have uh, 
handle that there may be additional charges coming, possibly even for the victim, uh, you know, because this was a drug deal, um, according to police. Um, but we'll see. We'll see if there's anything more that comes uh, from that. Mm -hmm. So this has been a, a rather long and, and, you know, fairly, you know, informative. It's news to us. Um, hope you guys at least got something out of the election portion because we want you to understand how we handle this stuff. So there's no questions. So people don't think we're doing things weirdly or trying to hide things. Again, mm -hmm. you know, we're just, you know, as ABC and AP report them, we will report them. That's how we're going to handle it. So anyways, for David, I'm Matt. Uh, we will be talking to you tomorrow. The question is when. Be prepared for a late uh, podcast. We'll handle all that. We'll talk about that tomorrow as we see how the numbers are looking and, and when we actually do the podcast. So, again, for David, I'm Matt. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.